Ladies and gentlemen, it's just a regular day. There's nothing exciting happening at all in our lives. We're just regular people with boring, boring things to say. <laughs> ah! Stuart Late, welcome Great. back to the Raven On Podcast. Yeah, Natalie, very welcome back to you as well and to everyone. Um, we've we're pushing right through because we've been doing these recaps. We so, have, we have, but this one is special. This is an got fresh content <laughs> fresh content we don't yes. have to rely on sparkling witty repartee to make the podcast happen <laughs> people people at home i'm kind of flapping my arms like a chicken at the moment She's like very animated i'm just i've i'm just so happy like I'm, i can see like all yesterday <laughs> i was like is this how people who have like normal levels of dopamine and stuff in their brain feel all the time? <laughs> like just just happy with life and just, the world? Yeah, just generally with a positive outlook and a feeling that things are going to turn out all right. Yeah, just like, you know what? we got a female Doctor Who and Game of Thrones is back <laughs> and Arya's killed every f***ing fray in the Riverlands <laughs> and I just want to run naked down the streets. <laughs> I actually was kind of angry at the BBC that they chose. They tried to crash the party. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that what they that's chose about. that day to go. Do you think? I... So, do you think someone at the BBC like scheduled that? They said, "Oh, we'll do it after the Wimbledon uh, men's final," and then just before, like, like about a week out, they've already told everyone it's happening, and someone's gone, "Oh, that's um, that's the same day that Game of Thrones comes out." I don't know how it happened. I, I just I I get it that they would have had a mass critical viewing. Sure, people, sure. You know, people would have tuned in for the Wimbledon final because people like sport, apparently. Absolutely, yeah. So they would have had all these people watching. Bang, there it is. There Secrets it is. out. No yeah. more trying to cater to everyone. So I thought it was a clever way of doing it. And I'm glad they didn't do what they did for Capaldi, which was that weird That weird, like, show hour-long... Where they got um, some TV bimbo. I'm a feminist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Some random... Well, someone who apparently is TV a famous person. person in the UK, but who I've, I'd, I had never heard of and have never seen since. Yeah, someone called um, Fern or Pamela or I don't know. I don't, I, you know, one of those <laughs> English names that hosts have over there. So, yeah, so that, the, and they did that. And that was weird because everyone was like, yay, Peter Capaldi. And it's like, so how are you feeling about playing the Doctor? And he's like, I'm quite excited. And then it was like, <laughs> okay, like, bye. Okay, thanks very much for your time. I'm glad they just did it like that and they yeah. put it out there and it was great. So... I was I was cranky that they were attempting to spoil, but then when it turned out to be a female doctor, I was like, "That's right." And and being Jodie Whittaker, who's That's fantastic, it, who, who is great, I went, is going to be great, totally on board. So Not to turn this into a Doctor Who podcast, but do you frick, think? Yes, I mean, you know, we could do that. Yeah. But anyway, do you stay, think? Stay with do us. Do you think? Stay with us. We're that's her costume. Different. Do you think that's her doctor costume? No, it never has because, been. because, like, she's got a hoodie, and Twelve had a hoodie. And she's got like a weird doctory coat in all those publicity photos. So I'm I thinking. So I, I, want, I know, I know I want her Smith in kind of full corsetry. <laughs> like, like Missy, you want full or, like Mary Poppins Missy no, style? No, no, no. That's Mary Poppins. That's Missy's okay. thing. I want her in like Jane Austen Regency or Elizabethan <laughs> full, full, full Ruffs. Bonnet, bonnet and... I want Doctor Who to have a bonnet. <laughs> that's going to get a new audience in. You watch. <laughs> Um, really updated for the kids. But yes, screw Doctor Who. Okay, yes. Let's be a good feminist and for say, now, screw now. the female Doctor for now. No, I'm, I'm excited, um, which is, is, is why, just to tie it into, into my recap, like the first thing I started writing was a reaction to Arya's first scene. Because sure. clearly, 
You well, open the way you mean to continue. You, absolutely. I, <laughs> I was like, yes, oh God, kill all of them. And I just started typing and just started talking about, oh yes, you're, you're, you're a snake. You're better than a snake. You're a honey badger. No, wait, honey badgers on the internet now like MRAs. I think that's the new thing is they call women who identify with those MRAs. Oh, really? Yeah. They've ruined honey badgers now. I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's like a group of women who call themselves honey badgers. Oh, that's a shame. And they go around and have conferences <laughs> and sort of make men feel better about having really kind of just not sensible right. views. Yeah. Um, no, no offense to any MRAs listening. Thank you. We welcome you. <laughs> Let's some, hope some we can change your mind. The point is, then I started thinking MR phrase, MR phrase. MR phrase. <laughs> and I was like, because I've been so nervous. I was so nervous coming up because so many people are keen for this season. And on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Natalie's yep. Throne. Uh, yes, no, I've got too many different things. Girl clumsy in the picture. <laughs> but so many people have been keen. And, you know, a lot of people are like, can't wait. It's going to be great. And I was starting to get really nervous. I'm like, what if I've lost the ability to recap? And so then I was hitting like... It's like riding a bike now. Yeah, well, Emma phrase, Emma phrase. And I went... I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I think I think it's all going to be okay. You hit MR phrase and you're like, I think it's smooth sailing and from here like, on out. And I was like, I made myself laugh. So that's the first challenge. <laughs> and then I had that again with sansplaining. Sansplaining was amazing. That's a great job. And then more montage. Yep. <laughs> Got to have a more montage. And I was like, oh, gee, I'm chuffed with myself today. <laughs> I wrote a funny thing. You did. So I'm, yeah, I don't mean to sound like I have tickets on myself, but it, I was really feeling You're excited like, to be back. We're I'm all excited. S- I'm the so Game excited. Of is back. And I'm just excited that I was able to actually, you know, produce, you know, <laughs> because I was like, totally. oh God, what if, what if I can't do it? What if I can't? Because I've I said often before, that. I often sit down and go, well, I can't, this is the one that I can't this do. This is the one that's going to break So back. I was like, oh, yeah. So anyway, we thought we would start because we've been doing all our recap podcasts and we've started each episode. Fair enough. It might have been after a long, lengthy diversion into James Bond territory or something else. But we have started by doing our one minute recap of what we remembered of the season. That's it. It became this fun little thing for us to do to sort of remember what what happened. It's a challenge. And I thought maybe we could try it and see how it goes actually remembering an episode. But it's interesting too. And you pointed this out. Like it really highlights what bits of the episode we we picked up on and zeroed in yes. on. So it'll be interesting to see if we have a, a list that matches up. How our list Or whether we compare. sort of... Because I've just realized, and I've, I do this for every list of mine, <laughs> I didn't mention Danny. And oh, that's, now I did. But except, you know what I did? Yeah, yeah what did I you do? started at the top of the page and wrote, uh, Aria something. Winter. Aria winter. Aria winter. And then I went, before I forget, I'm going to go right down to the bottom of the page and write... Dragonstone Return. <laughs> so I don't forget Danny. Excellent, yes. Okay. Um, but other things I wrote, I wrote uh, John Sansa Fight. Yes. Um, Joffrey? No. <laughs> Sweet Baby Angels. Sweet Baby um, Angels. For the, the cast arc and the Umber Kids. Yes, yes, that's right. I wrote Cersei Warmap. Jamie Concerned. Jamie Concerned. Euron Douche. Um, hound and fire oh. and regret. Yeah, yes. Fire and regret. Fire there's and a, regret. There's an album cover. Uh, Lannister's Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yes, I'll we'll, talk, oh, we'll talk about that. Sam Tarley Adventures mm-hmm. and Dragonstone Returns. So yes. that's I, a pretty good. That's a pretty good. Uh, what have I missed? What have I, I missed? I 
cannot think of anything specific that you've missed. There's just a couple of things that made my list. And actually, I, I didn't mention Sam either, which is a big part of the episode. And also, Jorah, who suddenly shows up. Yeah, well, that fits into the that Sam absolutely, adventures. No, no, absolutely. So we'll, we'll talk about that, that as well. So my, my list, I wrote uh, straight up the top supervillain maps. So this was a big, big episode for yep. big, big supervillain maps. That's great. Yep. Uh, Cersei has a cunning plan. <laughs> um, and wine. Which always works out well for her. <laughs> I think she might be, I think she might be okay this time, Stu. You, might, you think she might be okay? <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll see. I said, you're uh, on Rockstar, which uh, he came in. He was very, he was very, yeah. uh, you know, Rockstar. Flamboyant. Flamboyant sort of thing. Yeah. Very well, different to last season, which is very strange. Well, I, I actually did compare him in the end to um, Jeff Goblin from Jurassic Park in my recap. <laughs> because he had that whole, oh, I'm great sort of thing. And I was trying to think like, who does he remind me of? But now that you mentioned that rock star, I think there's a tad, like a bit of a Michael Hutchins sort of feel. There's a little bit, a bit of a studded leather jacket. I'm desperately trying to remember the name of the comedian, the British comedian who um, has that sort of persona. Oh, Russell um, Brand. Russell Brand. He has a very Russell Brandy vibe. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little very. bit. Come I mean, he's not, he's, not as, he's not as like a fet as, as Russell Brand is. He's yeah, more of yeah. a... He's a bit hard. Yeah, He's more like harder. Sting, I guess, or something like that. I don't know. Sting. That's a very thing. Sting. sting. Yes. You know, sting. I, he reminds me a bit of Sting. Like nice, happy Sting sings in a band. A little bit. Like like just that, just that rock star sting, sort of though. vibe. I don't know. Like, I mean, I mean, you might as well say he's like Rod Stewart or, <laughs> or Brian Adams, who, as we know, formed a, a trio to sing Moving All for on. Love from um, the seminal so- 1994 film. <laughs> The Three Musketeers. <laughs> Incidentally, composed, music composed for The Three Musketeers yes. by Michael Kamen, who also composed Mark the score Kamen. for, yeah, sadly mm. gone now, but yes. uh, composed the score for many good movies. He did. Including Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which I think you'll find is the greatest movie ever. No arguments, please. Carry on, Stu. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, See, I know some movies. <laughs> you do. You do. You They're not a... credible ones, but... <laughs> Neither are mine. It's actually a good movie, Three Musketeers. It's 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 pretty. Good, it is a it is a legitimate fun. fun movie. It's pretty. It's Tim, very, very Tim cool. Curry is Cardinal Richelieu. You can't is, go past. I know. That. It's it's he's he's devouring scene. And it's Charlie amazing. Sheen is in it. Charlie Sheen and, and as the devout one. That's it. <laughs> and Oliver Platt as Porthos. Oliver Platt I mean, as Porthos. Seriously. I'm inspired to dance. He's so yeah. Very good. For a chase, the Cardinal recommends a white wine with it or something. Yeah. Anyway, it's so good. So good. Watch it. John and Sansa are in trouble, I wrote. No, uh, not in trouble. Oh, no. there's trouble of ruin. No, there's not trouble of ruin. We'll have words. Trouble of ruin. We'll have words. Tore me in. Oh, frick! <laughs> How could I forget? Like, just, I love that. It was so perfect. Tormund is just full on making sex eyes at Brienne now. Like, he's just walking over. Yeah. Just sauntering over. And I love, there's a scene, I, I, we'll talk about it now, I guess. Like, they, they, it's exactly, it's done like a comedy where he saunters over to her. It's that mosey. He just and then, moseys. And then he goes, oh, you're a, he says to Pod, you're a lucky Key man. man. Yeah. <laughs> Getting beaten up by a giant <laughs> woman. And then, but. But he they, means it. But, but he means He's it. Not, not only does he mean it, but I love that they, they cut away and we, we cut to John and Sansa. But in the background, we see her, him saying something to her and then she storms off. I right? didn't see it's that. It's this amazing little vignette happening in the background of the of the scene. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that because I didn't it's see so that. It's so good. It's so good because then, um, you know, she comes and interrupts their conversation. Or uh, with oh, Bailey, it was when Littlefinger, yeah, 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 there talking to to Sansa. 
Um, just in the background, we see him like say something to her and her like storm off in a huff. <laughs> it's perfect. It's so good. I love it. He's it. so good. And I, I want her so much to be into it, but also the whole, the chase is so good. I know. It's so good. It's, you know, I saw, I think you posted this fantastic gif. Yes. GIF. I'll never get that right anymore. Just but say gif. Yeah. Fine. Of him, like mo- it's literally this swagger. Oh, it's such a good swagger. And it's almost like a side. And she's a sidle she, up. She has the perfect like semi disgusted reaction yes. to anything. <laughs> That's great. And then the person that you retweeted that from, I because I was trying to download it so I could put that yeah gif sure. gif into my recap, but I don't know how to freaking download mm-hmm. gifs off the internet. It yeah. seems like an impossible task. <laughs> if you know how, call in because I don't know how. So I was desperately trying to download this this gif. And then the woman who you'd retweeted was like, oh, this is blown up now. And I just want everyone to know that this, you know, because she'd captioned it like flirting 101. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, oh, you know, clearly in real life, this would be creepy. And I'm like, no, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. It's fine. We, you it's don't, awesome. Like, also, you don't have to quote. It's an image it's, from a show. You're yeah. making a joke. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Not, it's all right. But obviously some people were reacting like, well, that's just offensive. And that's, I'm like, that's because that's because we need to burn Twitter to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Because we live in a... I say that as someone who was a very early adopter of Twitter. I was on back in like 2007. You were one of the reasons I got on um, Twitter. You I, I love Twitter Dan back You and Dan from the Smart Enough to Know. Burn it to Twitter the Twitter was great. I joined in uh, 2008. Yeah. 2008, 2009, 2010, even 2011. It was brilliant because yeah. it was a club and yeah. you were just like, hey, we all know this. We've all got this. Yeah, we all totally. got each other's back. Mm-hmm. We're all here. Yep. We've got a purpose. We're all here. We're, we're got, talking. Yeah. Yep. And now it's just... Flame wars and shitstorms. So basically, and... the history of the internet. Um, yeah, pretty true. Much. In... <laughs> in microcosm. And the history of the world in many ways. <laughs> pretty much. But the fact that when Doctor Who was announced as a female Doctor Who, and then there are a whole bunch of people going, well, that's just a boring choice. Because, like, <laughs> she's white. And, and then people getting all upset that they didn't take it far enough. Like they did. And I was like, you just can't win. Like, you can't. Like, this is a really. I appreciate Big positive yeah. step forward. I totally get. Totally. Yes, she is also white. I do get that. But wow, guys, take a breather. Yeah. Like let's let's. You, you you can you can acknowledge the fact that I know that there's Danny still a want, long way to go. I know that Danny wants to break the wheel. I get that. I get there's a I get there's a big desire. Don't don't have spokes on a wheel. Break the wheel. But. You know, practically, we've yeah. seen that Danny's breaking the wheel. Yeah. Not 100% perfect. You know, it hasn't it hasn't necessarily panned out well. No, that a that's full right. break is the way to go. That's it. Slow and steady. <laughs> let's let's move things along. Let's anyway, okay, I'm rambling, but yes, Tommy N, my god. Was perfect. Loved it. So loved good. every bit about it because I, I this is how bad I am. I it was only when I went back that I realized that oh, Brienne was in that first scene. With John and Sansa. Like, I was so yeah. focused on yeah, John yeah. and Sansa. She was there, so was Pod. I, yeah. yeah. So they'd come back. Yeah. And then I was like, so I only really realised, oh my God, Brienne is there. And Tormund's walking up to her when that bit happened. Yeah. And I had to go back and go, oh, she was there all along. I didn't, how did I, I was so focused on Jon Snow. <laughs> he's so you dreamy. Can, you can be forgiven for that. He's so he's, dreamy. He's still, he's still wearing that man bun. He's rocking yes. it. Yes. He's rocking his uh, Stark armor. He's That's not the only one with. A, I didn't add that into my little thing about the Brotherhood. <laughs> about the Brotherhood, about Banners. We well, will was... get to the next Absolutely. stylish hair. <laughs> yes. Event. That was that was the other that was the next Finish thing on my list. list I was going to say so, so that there was the Hound being great. Um, the Hound being because, great. <laughs> like, there's something about because he's been there since the beginning, as as have all the characters or most of the characters anyway. But 
he's the one who, even though he's undergone an incredible character change, he's still the best thing in any scene. That, that he, <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, like, like just... What do you identify with the hound? Because I know you, you're a big, you're a fan of a big man, Stu. No, you no, love just, your Tormans. I, I enjoy you know? his character because he naturally undercuts a lot of the pompousness and self-seriousness of the show. True. But not in like a grinning, winking sort of a way. He just doesn't... He hasn't got time for that. Yeah. You know, he just Why are you so grumpy? Have, experience. Experience. Was great. That's it. Exactly. He's great. Um, he has a vision of the walkers and I, I wrote that down. That I thought was that, was, that was an incredible scene. Really interesting yeah. that that happened to him because he's yes. not... I suppose he had had a run-in with the religious type in the last season with Ian McShane. Yeah, so exactly. He's well, on the know, path, I guess. He but... had, and yeah, and we see a lot of that. And we'll talk about that, I guess. And then um, I said Arya being great because I realised I hadn't written Arya on that oh. list, and I have to write that. And then I wrote Ed Sheeran three, <laughs> X, three question marks. You took valuable um, time out of the minute to write three. Yeah, I I I felt it had required it because I was like, okay, Ed Sheeran's in this episode. Well, it had been bantered about a bit that he was having a cameo. Well, this is the thing. I had avoided any sort of online sort of oh, okay. spoiler stuff. So I, I'd watched the trailers and I'd, I'd, I'd done all that. But I but I knew, and I think we talked about this, I think every script leaked. Like, Oh, did it? Basically, the entire plot of this season is out there. Oh, wow. I didn't know I, that. I think so, anyway. Unless I dreamt that or something. I remember I, <laughs> I, I was warned. And this fever dream is yes. brought to you by... <laughs> That, that would be an intensely boring fever dream. Oh, did you hear all the Game of Thrones script leaked? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Talking Monkey. You know, like just... But I, I have heard that, that apparently the whole plot is out there. Wow. So... I'm not going looking do for have it. To, you do have to be careful. Because there was a lot of like analysis videos and stuff being put out. Like, oh, I, I, we analyzed the trailer and they, they literally just tell you what's going to be in this season. Oh. And so there's a lot of that. And so... I had seen the trailers. I had avoided any sort of online rumors or talk about casting and whatever. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to save it for the show. I'm going to be genuinely surprised. And then I was relatively unpleasantly surprised when that redheaded weirdo showed up. <laughs> <laughs> so did you not like that scene? Or because I actually it was no no. I, I love actually I love the scene. I love the, the scene. But was really sweet. in the middle of this very sweet and very complex scene with Arya and the soldiers. There's just Ed Sheeran sitting there. <laughs> it's Ed Sheeran. All right? And he is right next to Arya. They put him in that shot. They're like, well, we've well, got Ed Sheeran. We're going to put him on I, screen. I heard it was kind of because she's like a massive fan or something. So. Yeah, and there's, there, I've seen photos of her like fangirling over him and stuff. And that's that's great. I, I think that's but awesome. But then I think BuzzFeed did an article today because clearly I clicked on that. Yeah. But it was just like, here's the lowdown on Ed Sheeran's scene in case you missed it. And then they went through there. It was just a little bit on his scene in Game of Thrones. It was like, he's not new to cameos. And they had all these cameos. Like, he's been on Neighbours. He's been on Shortland Street in Oh, really? New so Zealand. this is just a thing that this he does? This is a thing that he seems to do. This like, is... put me in your show. He's like, I'm, I'm famous. Put me in your show. But weren't we talking about that, like, a recap or two ago? Like, if I was famous, yeah, I'd be like, just go and do put stuff. me in Game of Thrones. Yeah. But I think I said something like, put me in makeup, make me a zombie or something. He's like, yeah. no, no, just have my face. I'm just, I'm yeah. the world's most recognisable just... redhead. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone knows exactly who I am. We are going to rip you out of any immersion you are having in this show uh, because and that's here's fair Ed Sheeran. Enough. That's fair enough. I just, here's I, Ed Sheeran, everyone. I was just like, oh, that's Ed Sheeran. It's like suddenly they turn into a variety show. Like Aria goes, so sing us another song, redheaded stranger. And he goes, well, I just did, came up with this one a little while ago. I, I thought it was nice because we've never seen Lannister soldiers as anything but... 
you know, yeah, no, exactly. Lackey and the, monkey drones. The actual scene was great. It, it took me a while to go. No, they are Lannisters. They're in. They're, they're Lannisters. Yeah, they're in yeah. red. They're, they've got to be Lannisters. They, they are Lannister soldiers. I thought, like maybe they're like river, from the Riverlands. Tullys? No, but they're in. They're definitely in red. Could but could they be? Could they actually be Lannister? And then I was like, oh wait, Natalie, there's a point to this. Yes. The point is, what that guy's saying is, sons just go off and fight and die in someone else's wars. Mm. Ah, <laughs> I see what they're doing there. And they definitely. I mean, the thing that you have, the thing that you forget because of all the we we have a lot of a pretty solid focus on, uh, like the the upper echelons of this society, but. Mm. This, we never like, see Westeros it. has been gripped by war for the last however long it's been. Like, pretty X much since years, the start of yeah. the, the show. So, with multiple years now, there's been this continent-spanning war going on and, and jostling for power. Yeah, and having kind of outbursts at greater times at than At various others. times, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, there's, there's been full-on war and then skirmishes and everything else. And at this point, like, you're getting down to the young teenagers who have to go off and fight wars yeah. you know because you're running out of able-bodied men to send yeah which is know? kind of a, an interesting parallel to uh ned umber and alice Carstark, who john yes. lets off the hook yeah. because they are like there's that fantastic scene with john and sansa arguing about do you punish people for betrayal or do you bring them yes. back into the fold and i'm like yeah, sansa's got some good points john listen up and then he's like no no we don't have time to have these kind of spats we need to bring everyone together. I, hey, guys, come forward. And they're little baby they're angels. The, yeah, I know, I know. I love that the, the show does that. Because they're angels. talking they're talking as if they've got two northern lords there to, to yeah. dress down. And it's like, no, 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 you've got two children. Like yeah. like the, the, the last mem- noble members of that house, yeah. those respected houses, are there to take whatever punishment you decide to dole out. Yeah. Like, is, like if, if John had done what he should have done and what Ned might have done, you know, I'm probably not, but but certainly in terms of like the law of the land, he should have beheaded both of them. No, I don't think you behead them. Yeah, they're they're the heads of, no, of no, a no. traitorous house. Said, no, 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 but they're no, they're not the heads. They've been left there because they're, 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 they're the died. heads. Yeah, no, no, no. But you wouldn't. Ki- Ned Stark would not kill two children. No, no, I don't think he would. But I'm saying that's the that's the the brutal endpoint of that. But you wouldn't kill them. Of... You would just strip, like Sansa said, you just strip the families. And they're like, well, you're now off to, like, you would send them off to be, like Theon was, like to send them off somewhere where they're going to grow up with a better sense yeah, of the maybe. political I mean, landscape. But, but this is the thing. What was Sansa... Why are you so for child murder, Stu? <laughs> I'm not for child murder. I'm very anti-child murder. And that's the point. I don't know. You were kind of because... pro-Oli murder. Oh, yeah. Screw Oli. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a theme here. I wish, I wish they'd bring Oli back to life. <laughs> Like, so you they know, could kill him again. So they could kill him again. Kill he might guy. turn up as a white. <laughs> Shambling zombie that'd Ollie. Be, that'd be good. They probably burned his body. Um, That's fine. But, but yes, but yes. That, to me that tied in with those young soldiers who no, absolutely, yeah. teens to 20, early 20s sure. kind of thing. And it tied in with those kids going, oh, well, we're now fighting this war that's been going on for mm. a fair few years now, but we've got no idea because we're just kids. And- Absolutely. I, I love I love what that scene does for Arya because we, we started off with her murdering the rest of House Frey in oh, such a great scene oh, to start the, the episode. Felt like a tiny bit of a holdover from last season, which is good in a way, I guess. Like, like it kind of, it was before the before the start of the credits. So it's almost like... Well, this is what I thought. And also, we'll do this. I, you, know? you know, this is the, this was the confusing thought that my brain had for a few seconds before yeah. I went click, click. Oh, yeah, she can wear other people's faces. <laughs> you know, I missed but, that as well it was that until whole, embarrassingly on, late in that scene. He's 
he's dead. I got it before she did the toast. Yes, yeah. So I was pleased about that. But like embarrassingly like, long time. I was like, wait, Walter Frey's not alive? Oh, right, okay. okay yeah, okay. I was like, no, he is... He's dead. She cut his throat. She... Yes. Oh. The, the recap showed her cutting his throat and made a point of it. Yeah. Um, so I have some questions just to talk about that scene very yes. briefly. I mean, it was so good. I, I, I still kind of get the shivers when I think about it. Such a great line. Like, yeah, the North remembers. The North remembers. Winter's Winter came, came to the, the house fray. Oh, oh yes. Oh. Um, but... How does Arya get the face? Like, did she have to take the face off his body? Does, oh, is there like a mat? That's no, a this, good point. Yeah. This is literally what I've been thinking of all day today. And I think I might write like a little recap extra or something and put it up. I was like, so in the house of, in the Hall of Faces in Bravos, they, they washed all the bodies and then they took them away to a magic room. Well, and then they seemed to have a Hall of Faces where you could take a face from the wall. That's what it was implied yeah. that she, when she killed but then, Meryn But Tran, then Jack and Hagar back in like season two or whatever could change his face without going to the hall. He just so, did it. This is what yeah. I mean. He just did the hand in front so of the I, face So I just trick. assume it's like a glamour that, that faceless men can use. Well, this is the thing because she's a small girl. But she did, like, girl. she did pull a Mission Impossible she style She literally Mission Impossible. Off, yeah. And so, and then I was trying to see what her hand was doing when she was talking to the Frey wife going, yeah. tell them what happened here. Was she holding on to it? Like, does she have a bag that she puts these things <laughs> in or does she? Yeah, I'll just and get my makeup she, bag. And did she take like all the clothes off his body and then put them on? Um, well, she was wearing his clothes, so yeah. I guess so. So she would have had to have taken, she would have had to run away and hide his body. So just think about it. It's been two yes. weeks oh. since she slid his throat. <laughs> yes, I'm thinking about so it's it. It's been two weeks. So she's hidden his body yep. and taken his face. So but nobody it, knows. Oh, it has been like a while. That's what he it? says. Because yeah, he says, yeah. um, who, who has ever known Walder Frey to host a, a banquet, two banquets in two weeks, yeah. something like that. Or yeah, a second banquet in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. And everyone's like, ah, oh, that's right. You stingy old bastard. <laughs> So it's been two weeks. She's taken his face, put on his face, worn his face for yeah. two weeks. So nobody thinks anything's wrong. Mm. Has gotten in a bunch of fancy wine, gotten in a bunch of poison, organized the whole thing. And then, rev- so, I mean, it, are there any side effects to wearing a face? Or is it like you say, is it, is it a trick? Is it a, is it a hypnotic thing that... I, th- I think it's like just... like Melisandre and her necklace. You yes, know how exactly. That, that seems think, to be a glamour. I think that's definitely it's definitely that it's part of that Loki magic that's sort of. But then around. she doesn't. Melisandre doesn't walk like an old woman, and when she became an old woman, she was hunched. But that's over part of the and... part of the glamour, isn't it? That, that so she, she can glamour she appears, herself. She, appears she can glamour herself into a vital into a more, you know, a stronger body. Mm. Well, well, well this is on. the thing. I mean, because because Arya, there is... are dragons, Stu. The, the, the minute details. <laughs> well, look, I wasn't going to say, that, but it just—it's. I've been thinking about it all day. Does she have a bag of? Does Arya... She would also be a lot shorter than Walder Frey. So yeah. I mean, you know, so obviously the glamour extends to height and things like that. And voice. Know? And voice. Yes. How did she, she was, put on his voice? She was doing magic. It's it's magic. Like okay, I'm just going to have to take that as an answer. A wizard did. A wizard did. But I've been thinking about it all day. I've been like, how did she do two weeks wearing another guy's clothes when she clearly is a smaller frame statured? Nobody picked up on it. What about the person who was there as her wife? Like, I mean, I guess you could just say, I'm not, you know, I'm sleeping in my own bedroom tonight. Go away. But wouldn't they pick up on something being wrong? I'm just saying. That's why I thought for a second if it was the same banquet, like later that evening. Sure. But it, it couldn't be because... 
Yeah, no, and I, I thought that too. I thought that he might have called her back in, but then you're right. He, she yeah. says like two banquets in two weeks. Yeah, or yeah. So that's fine. She definitely times it. Yeah. If you've got any theories, call in. <laughs> um, let us know. But then, but then they so to go back to the to the latest scene with with Arya. Yes. It's a very important scene for her because she's eyeing them off. She's like Lannister men. Okay, this is interesting. Mm. I might get some killing in before yeah. the sun goes down. She's looking for where their swords are. That's it. She looks to where their swords are. She's sizing them up. She, she brings a horse she with her, speci- so she's got an yeah, escape route. Yeah. She very specifically doesn't want to take any food or drink from them. Yeah. And then she does, and she kind of gives in to... Friendliness. Just, just civility. Amity. And, yeah, and yeah, just, just well-met travellers on the road, and, and good company, and just... It's a, it's a scene that this show hasn't done basically since the first series like when we saw those early scenes of like the families just sort of hanging out well it 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 has a resonance too with the hound scene because when he turns up at that cabin that was the cabin that he and aria were at absolutely which again was one of those here's how the ordinary people are handling things (laughs) well we don't have much but we're willing to share it with you but i've got some valuables oh what's that you got to punch me in the face and take everything um it did make me think like are there about seven houses in the Riverlands <laughs> where that happened. Like, that's all there is. So they're definitely going to go back to the... <clears throat> you know, the coincidence is going to be very easy to make yeah. because there's only about seven houses. There's only about seven farmers <laughs> in the Riverlands. Everyone else is in a, in an army or dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I just... I thought the scene with Ed Sheeran, the Ed Sheeran scene, the Ed Sheeran... No. Uh, I I I thought it was quite sweet. If you're gonna if you're gonna get Ed Sheeran in in your show, at least have him do some versions of his songs that apply to, like to Westeros and to Game of Thrones. You know, like the one that I saw going around is that you know they could have him sing to Bran, like when your legs don't work like they used to before. <laughs> that works. Nicely done, Stu. <laughs> it's getting cold outside <laughs> tonight. Um, I feel the chemicals. I don't know that many. Ed <laughs> no, neither songs. do I. Yeah. I've officially exhausted my Ed Sheeran songs. <laughs> Something about a she's on the class A team. She is uh, a Stark. No, okay. <laughs> We're nearly there. We'll work. Okay, yep. getting some song Absolutely. parody work in. Absolutely. Um, but yes, so the Hound. Well, let's talk about the Hound while we mentioned yes. the Hound just before. I love how much... We're going to be zigzagging oh, yeah. all over the place We're here. zigging, we're zagging, we're going we're crazy. We're zigging, we're zagging. Um, I love how much that the Hound story is a Western. Like, it's just... Oh, you're right. It's a, he's, the, he's, the, he's the gunslinger it's, he it's used Red to be. It's Red Dead Redemption yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, he's he's the, the grizzled old gunslinger who used to be a real bad, bad ombre. And, <laughs> the baddest... Yeah. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. <laughs> yeah, baddest man in the whole damn town. Yeah. Um, who... I never framed it like that, but you're right. That's... And, well, that, that, that okay, scene I'm now claiming that. Very... I said that. <laughs> I'm going to put it in the recaps. It's now mine. I'm claiming that. He's a very Western character. And even even like last season with all the stuff with the, the church and stuff that gets uh, knocked down, that, that's all Western. Like, yeah. like he's a Western character. Yeah. Um, which he wasn't in the early series. He's the Waco but kid. But he's become this sort of, this grizzled old gunslinger, except he uses a sword. And calls people sea bombs. Oh man, does he ever? That's <laughs> great. His like because the thing was Thoros, I think, has always worn that top knot, or is that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he's he's always had that um, hairstyle. And then he throws it. I like sorry. that actor. I like that actor a lot. By he's, the way. he's he's really, really great. Good, yeah. 
Um, sorry, we just had a cat coming into the broadcasting studio, podcasting studio, I should say. We're not broadcasting to anyone, although we're, I'm abroad. We're narrowcasting. Oh, yes. That's exactly what we're doing. Right. Mm. We're not like niche casting. Yeah, oh, that, that works too. Okay. Yeah, yeah niche narrowcasting. <laughs> We've invented a phrase. Um, I, I was really surprised that the hound saw... A vision in the flames. I mean, it makes a certain poetic justice, sense of poetic well, justice, it, because they even point out that the fact that he's with a group yes, of fire worshippers is just my is luck just poetic, to end up with justice divine. to end up with fire worshippers. Yeah. Um, but what was great, what I loved, and I didn't even sort of mention this specifically in my recap, bad Natalie, but when he was saying to uh, Beric, "What is it about you? I've met better men, yeah, who have been strung up by their necks, and." You know, worse men who've been kings. I don't. What is it about you? Why do you keep getting, get? Why do you keep being? Yeah. Well, why do you I keep getting brought back? I can't speak tonight. <laughs> yes. Why do you? Keep why being does the Lord back? keep bringing you back? And the answer is, he needs to look awesome in a shot where he lights up his sword like a lightsaber. <laughs> and that's uh, Stu is still yeah, committed to that. Totally committed. That, that is, that uh, is end the, outcome. That that is that is. Like legit, one of the best things in pop culture I have can, ever seen. Can you? How do we know when that is coming? Because I feel like when that's getting close, you need to film yourself so yes. we can get your reaction. <laughs> I feel it's going to be so it'll, pure. It'll come. It's it'll going to come. be pure. It'll come. I, I should have. I should have um, filmed my wife last night as she was watching the episode because she had such a visceral, visceral reaction to the Arya scene. Oh man. Like yeah. jump, like got up out of her seat and was oh, like wow. punching the air, going yes, <laughs> yes, kill them, kill them. That's that's how she watches TV shows. But like it's, it was great. That's so great. That's what I was like. Arya's her favorite character. She she yeah. is on board with Arya's story. She yeah. loves it. No, Ar- look, Arya is great. She has such a. Uh, mystique to her now like a legend you mm. know she's she's almost in a western as well mm. herself a little bit yeah a she's the bit. avenging she you killed my parents and, and now i'm gonna like kill when you. she said to those lannister troops i'm going south to kill the queen i'm going to kill the queen i'm going to london to visit the queen i'm going to king's landing to kill the queen is um, that is that a trope though like where the the person says to the people that they tell them exactly what they're going to do and then everyone, and then everyone laughs. laughs oh <laughs> totally massive trope that's yeah. i was sitting there going and laughter begins and now, now. And, yeah. they, they held it for a bit longer than, than I thought they yeah. would because everyone's kind of like, wait, did she just really say that? Yeah. What the hell? And then they all start laughing. There's a few glances yeah. and then they all start laughing because of course, of course. That's, it's ridiculous. And it's a trope. You're going it's to kill trope. Darth Cersei? This it's is a ridiculous. trope for a reason. Yeah. It's a trope for a reason. Um, but yes, the Hound then buried the farmer and his daughter. And his daughter, yeah. Um, which, have we ever seen him pay that level of respect to a dead person, he's always sort of no, been. Oh, did he bury? Did he bury Ian McShane? I, I think he might have buried Ian McShane. Yeah. I can't remember, embarrassingly. Or he cut him down, or something. He definitely cut him down from the. From but the that, rifles. I mean, that's a that's to go out in the middle of the night in the wind and the storm and the snow. Yeah, and do and, that, and because it's try his fault. and remember how it's to his fault. He pray. Didn't, <laughs> yeah, <them>. exactly. <laughs> he didn't cut their throats, but he may as well have. Yes. Like he left them for yeah. dead, and he was going to kill them. Yeah. He was going to kill them, and Arya said, "No, you've got to leave them." Yeah. And turns out that didn't really help. Yeah. And, you know, and I think he's the type of person who is similar to what Missy was going through in the last series of Doctor Who, where they're a person who's done very bad things and they kind of are starting to realize that they've done bad things and they don't know how to go forward now with that knowledge. Mm. You know, like he's trying to figure out what that means. 
And I think it's good. I think it's it's fantastic. It's such it's such great character stuff. I love it. All right, so that's the Hound. Um, you mentioned Cersei, so let's go to King's Landing. Darth Cersei with her supervillain map. Dun, dun, dun. I love land, Miss Tessmark. Yeah. Land. I loved the um, uh, what's that from? Superman movie. Oh. With Lex Luthor and is that Lex, Lex Luthor has a giant floor map. Oh, does he? That looks exactly like that. Is that a Christopher that. Reeve one? That's the Christopher. That's okay, the yeah. first Christopher Reeve. So movie. I haven't seen that. Um, but I saw the one with uh, Brandon Routh as Superman. In 2005. That, that doesn't make it better. <laughs> but then I haven't seen the Henry Cavill ones because I've heard that Don't worry about shit. that. Don't worry yeah. about them. But I've heard he's a little bit too intense for Superman. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. A little too emo for Superman. Yeah. Is yeah. emo even a thing anymore? I don't know. But anyway. They're a little bit sad and down. Point but is, it, I love a floor map. Maybe I'll see that movie. That's it. Well, a great floor map. It's one of the iconic floor maps. It's not quite Bond villain level floor map. I don't know if a Bond villain ever had a floor map. Surely they did. Because Goldfinger has a table. That's true. But I don't think it's a. Floor and there's map. there's a big there's a big Westerosi table. So this 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 episode is bookended with giant supervillain maps. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. It's I pretty like cool. It a lot. Um, but I love the fact that that Cersei's map is being painted. Yes. Like she's having it done. Yes. She's having it installed. And and because you, they're always that, just there. They're well, always there in movies. That's and I right. love the idea that she was like. Uh, yes, hello, is that uh, Roger's painting? Uh, you're Roger? Great. I'm going to need a large floor map of Westeros and surrounding islands and seas. Friday? Yeah, I think I can do Friday. Um, in terms of terrain, are you envisaging a sort of a, a coloured map or are you going more for a geometric... Now, for the listeners at home, Natalie is holding up her phone, her, holding up her hand to her... <laughs> Head as if she's talking into a phone, like an old. But I'm not sure what that equates to in the world of Westeros. Like, is, well, is she just holding a raven? Holding a raven. Like, is, is this what's happening? It's just tin cans. <laughs> it's, it's a a system of string across across King's Landing. I'm just I'm just imagining a sketch now of just Cersei ordering up. <laughs> Yep, so I want new rugs for the throne room and I want a giant floor map. <laughs> a giant supervillain map but just the, uh, yeah. that I can uh, give so supervillain monologues over. So a, uh, a, 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 a reader and a Twitter friend, I think it was Bangar. Hello, Bangar, if you're listening. People's names and Twitter handles get confusing for me sometimes. <laughs> but he sent me a video and it was like three things you missed in this episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. I can't remember what two of them were. I feel like I got... <laughs> oh, no. One of them was like Sam finding the the map of Dragonstone with the cache of dragon glass, which I don't I think... I miss that. That was That was screen. quite obvious. Yeah, and then there was another thing there some that I was these, like... Was quite, some was, people are really struggling for listicles, But one they? of them... No, one of them in this video, I thought, oh, that's interesting because it was like, where are they positioned on in that overhead shot... Yeah. Of Cersei, she's standing at the neck. So you know how that's where the north begins is at the neck. So oh, where yes, Moat okay. yeah, is. Yes, exactly. Yeah. At the top of the Riverlands, before the the country narrows, sure. and that's called the neck. Yep. Jamie is standing in the sea part of the map off the fingers, right? Which is where right. Littlefinger is yes, from. Yes. And so they're going, neck, fingers, is this the prophecy? Jamie puts his fingers around Cersei's neck. I mean, a long bow. It's hard, it's hard to do with only one good hand, as, uh, as we hear from you on <laughs> in a, one of the lines of the episode. Wow, that was good. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, but Jesus. yeah, I was yes. like, that's really reading into things. I yeah. don't think I have that level of obsession. 
and I'm pretty obsessed. But yeah. like to look at where they were standing, I, th- I, think that's I, way I remember too much. in the trailer looking at that shot sure. and saying, "Jamie is not on. Like he's at sea, which to me was he's all at sea. He's all at sea. That was that was literally the metaphor that I drew. He's not sure. on the land. He's removed." Cersei is like I'm on the land, yeah. but I didn't then draw like the specific neck fingers. Yeah, I know that, that feels allegory. very that feels very film school sort of stuff. I, I don't but, think that's what they were doing. I think what they wanted to do was in the first episode of the series have a nice big map that one of the characters <laughs> can point at and say, "We're here, Danny's here, John and everyone's up here." Elena Terrell, uh, Elena Terrell, remember them? Yeah, he's an old sea bomb and she's down there. <laughs> So and remember where everything is? All the okay, s- good, everyone? All the sand snake bitches are down here. Yeah, is it? Exactly. She calls Alaria and her bitches <laughs> and or something her, like that. I'm like, wow, throw down Cersei. <laughs> but I did love when she's like the seven kingdoms and, and Jamie's like, like three. Three, three Keep, kingdoms. Three at best. <laughs> and I was trying to think, so it's like the Stormlands, the... Stormlands, the Riverlands. The Crownlands. The Crownlands. I don't think it's the Riverlands though. I think it's the Stormlands, the Crownlands and... Maybe a bit of High Garden. Like I don't think the Riverlands, because if oh maybe the oh sorry, I thought I thought we were just listing the Seven Kingdoms. No, I was list- oh, okay. no, I was listing sorry. the three that Cersei still has. Maybe yes. they maybe so the, the Crownlands, the Stormlands. Well, Jamie refers to oh, all the Freys are dead now, and whoever killed them is not our enemy. Like nobody's got any clue. The yeah. Freys just turned up dead one day, and you forget that like this is this is a giant country, and they have no mass communication. Like they communicate through birds, so. Apparently, though, there's been articles doing the rounds the last week or so showing that ravens are, like, super clever. They're, like, <laughs> dog levels of clever in terms of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Back. So, you know, clearly... Look, we have problems with the NBN, so we probably can't... <laughs> we probably can't talk. We probably can't diss ravens. That's right. Mass dissemination. Ravens, ravens probably seem a lot better. Yeah, more reliable. Some, someone on the NBN at the moment. <laughs> you, 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 you wouldn't have your raven crash when you're trying to watch your favourite show. <laughs> Zing! Gotcha, yes. Foxtel. I was very lucky, I think, because I think I watched it. I got home from work and watched it straight away. Totally. And I think most people would have got home, made dinner. Yes, exactly. Relaxed, yep. and then watched it. And I got, everyone I went got at home. The, same the time. very first thing I did was sit down and watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. And it still crapped out like twice. Yeah. And Mine did as pause I was a couple, ending, but... yeah, yeah, that's it, exactly. As I was ending, I tried to watch something else on the app. And it just wouldn't let me do anything. And I think yeah. I hit the wall. Yeah, mine logged me out. Yeah, I know. It's insane. It's just so, the, it's the craziest thing. We'll see if I can log back in for next yeah, week. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, Foxtel. Please come through. But then apparently it was on the news that apparently like HBO Go in Latin America yeah, suffered as this, well. This like, was such a huge thing. It's that, huge. Yeah. And, and I think 16 million people watched it in the US and that's just the US. Wow. It's huge. It's and so huge. you imagine how many millions of people watched it. Do you ever it? feel like, sometimes I feel like, no, everybody, it's mine. Stop watching it, everybody. You're spoiling it. It's mine. Do you ever feel irrational yep. like that? Like a two-year-old oh, going, yeah. no, no, this is my, it's this is mine. A, this is my special thing. You, I've watched it since the beginning. You don't understand how I feel about it. <laughs> I feel it in here. You Meantime, just... people who read the books feel that same way about us. So. Yeah. Shut up, book people. <laughs> you don't get to own everything. I'm, te- I'm teasing, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. But of course. I think that's that's the sign of a great series is when you personally feel like... When I was in high school, I felt like I personally owned Shakespeare. Like nobody yeah, understood yeah, yeah. Shakespeare like I did. Absolutely. Because um, I fancied myself as a bit of a drama, you know, really? person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was my life goal when I was in high school to learn a monologue from every Shakespearean play. But some of them are like... Do you still remember them? 
I remember a couple. Go on. Like I'm I'm Lady Macbething all over the place. Go on. Oh shit. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> well, all right. Do this one. The raven himself is horse who croaks the fatal entrance of Duncan under my battlements. Come, you spirits that tend on mortal thoughts, unsex me here and fill me from the crown to the toe, top full of direst cruelty. Make thick my blood, stop up the access and passage to remorse, that no compunctious visitings of nature shake my fell porpoise, nor keep peace between the effect in it. Come, thick night, and pull thee in the dunner smoke of hell, that my clean knife sees not the wound it makes nor heaven peep through the blanket of the dark to cry hold hold yay that was very top drama yep yep thank you very much that was very Cersei actually now that I think about it it'd be too emotional for Cersei Mm, I actually so my life goal for Shakespeare I never I learnt like five to ten or something monologues but some of those plays like are really long I mean, I mean, let's face it, Shakespeare, a bit of a hack. Come and you, on. Oh, mm. tell me about it. It was all Kit Marlowe. Um, no, so, um, no, my dream, just to sidebar into yes. more Shakespeare, sorry for that dramatic reading, people, but Stu will attest, I'm not reading from anything. No. It's still in that there. Was, that was out of the, out still of the brain. Still in there. I want to do Macbeth at some point. Sorry, Macbeth. Well, you're not supposed to say it oh, outside you do that of thing. the okay. Well, I don't. I don't. I'm not a theatre person. I'm not a theatre person. Care, I'm not a theater person. But I'm doing it for any theatre people you say, listening. You say the, uh, the Scottish play. The Scottish play. Yeah. I love that you can refer to the character. <laughs> well, do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have, do you to, have to say Lady the Scottish play? Is that what you're saying? Instead of Lady <laughs> yes, <Macbeth>. exactly. <laughs> Lady the Scottish play. Lady the Scottish um, play. Yeah, that's a good point. I assume. Yeah, why not? Um, but I want to do it where she's a trophy wife because she's always betrayed as like incredibly powerful and dark and evil. Are you saying you want to do an updated version of Shakespeare, Natalie? No. Well, yes. But <laughs> I, I want to do it where she's like, she is a trophy wife and she's because she's really manipulative yes. of, of Macbeth. And mm. he's like, oh, I don't think I can kill the king. I think it might be a bad idea. He's been kind of nice to me and promoted me. So is, is and, Macbeth like a footballer or something? Or in this? Well, yeah. <laughs> or, or something like that. And she's like, but you <laughs> promised me that I was going to be queen. And now you're saying that I can't be queen. And that I just, I can't even, I can't even. Like, she's so manipulative yeah. and it would suit so much. Like, it's crocodile tears. It's all freaking crocodile tears. <laughs> That's how I want to play it. But everyone always wants to do, oh, out damn spot, out I say. You know, it's all drama. <laughs> I mean, sheesh! If there's one thing Macbeth needs, it's a bit more light comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, we should get back to talking about Game of Thrones. Yes. Having said that, Macbeth is probably closer aligned to Game of Thrones style shenanigans well, yeah. than, say, James Bond. But we'll, True. you know. Anyway, I'm all flushed. I'm so excited. I'm just full of beans. <laughs> I'm gonna crash so hard tomorrow. <laughs> I've been subsisting on Pepsi Max and no sleep. And it's like, <laughs> woo! Pe- Pepsi Max and anticipation. Pepsi Max and excitement and exhilaration. <laughs> I can imagine living on a TV show. Maybe I'll lose weight. <laughs> nah, that'll never happen. Um, <laughs> where were we? Yes, Cersei, Jamie, Euron. Yes, so Euron comes swaggering. Well, well first they have, a, they have that conversation and you're right. They, they, you know, Jamie sort of is the, is the pessimist and he's the military man. Cersei, for all of her... You know, good ideas. She... <laughs> you say so many things with an upward questioning inflection this episode. Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran? But 
you know, Cersei for all that, you know, she probably I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the way to say it. She she does have the ability to be a ruler. Not a good ruler, but certainly, you know, a ruler. She she has that commanding presence, but she knows nothing about the army and she knows nothing about like logistics. Yeah, and Jamie's boss man and of And Jamie stuff knows now. that yeah. stuff and he's saying, "We can't do it. We've got to wait for the we've got to wait for winter to end." But she knows about allies because she says, yes. and this is the first time we get Cersei's age. She says, you think I didn't listen to father for 40 years and didn't pick up anything. That's We've never had her like definitive age, which you've so, always sort of seen as being, oh, she's probably in her late, mid to late 30s. And now yeah, she's exactly. 40, so, or at so least now turned, she's in her early 40s. She's 40. Um, so that leaves me with some hope because I'm not 40 <laughs> yet. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so old. Um, I'm not 40 yet, but it's, give it time. It's closer. It's, it's sadly closer than 30. It's it's coming for all of us now. <laughs> oh, I, hate, I hate everything. I have this horrible thing of going. Oh, I have limited time. Why am I not at the gym getting fit? <laughs> like I've got limited time left to attend. Like all my mother of kittens photo shoots. It's all just fantasy fulfillment. I've got limited time left to try to convince the world that I'm like a hot chick because, <laughs> you know, time, she is not on my side. And, you know, I'm vain and shallow like that. You know, this, I, I am the shallowest of shallow. Anyway, digression into personal issues aside. So, Cersei is into the allies. Cersei business. says we need allies. Yeah. And so on cue, here comes Euron with the yeah. Iron Fleet. Okay. <clears throat> Gotta say, how? Yeah. How? How did Euron build a thousand ships, fancy we, ships, fan, fancy with ships. matching sails? That's it. And fancy, as I said in my recap, calamari juco <laughs> on the prows. It's how, very how? 20,000 leagues under the sea with the crack in it. It was a bit nautilus. It definitely yeah. was. But how? 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 A wizard did in it. In two weeks. <laughs> in two weeks. Well, that's not true. That's not true. He probably had a head start because he he said he's built a thousand ships in about it six or seven last season or something. Yeah, yes. I mean, the, like, the, the shows the shows playing fast and loose with time again. Like some yeah. time has passed. Ships got built. Yeah. Now he's sailing there. For some too. reason, it just stuck in my craw. <laughs> no, sure, absolutely. It, it makes it makes little sense, but dragons. So okay, yeah, okay. Um, Stu called it. Stu Stu pulled out the dragon card. I, I so. played the dragon card. <laughs> I just did it. Um, yeah, he's. So, how did you like him in this sort of fantasy? I like him a lot more. He was I, really he peacocking. Was, yeah, peacocking all over the place and just being real confrontational with Jamie, which I yeah. like. I like Jamie for some was reason. Jamie was like confronting back, going, "Hey, well, you betray everyone that you do business yeah, with." I killed a bunch of like your family. Although that that's his go to thing. Like you forget, like that's what he used to do all the time. He would just sort of, you know, chip away at people by going, "You know, I'm I'm." Fantastic, and I he killed did, a lot of people yeah. that you know. Yeah, he really you know? did, didn't he? That's he's sort of gone old, back to a little old bit of Jamie. The old Jamie. Yeah, absolutely. He kind See, of fell back on old habits. Cersei is a bad influence. She's a very bad. As influence. my mother would say, when I was young, <laughs> she was like, "You shouldn't hang around with those girls because they're a bad influence." Yeah, you're a lovely, sweet girl, Natalie, and then you're with them, and you're like a different person. They're a bad influence. I and thought I was it like, was. I'm just incredibly gullible and want <laughs> friends. I mean, if anything, it's my personality flaw. <laughs> keep hanging around with these idiots. I learned my lesson eventually, but yeah. 
Um, Stuart Light, a bad influence. A bad influence. <laughs> I can't imagine you being a bad influence on anyone. Like you're like the nicest guy. Like I don't mean to sound too patronizing, but it's like literally Stuart Light. Oh, can I have the sock off your back? Wait, what? Sock, you know, shirt off your back. Ah, oh, here you go. Like. <laughs> Seriously, you can't have my shirt. No, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Damn it, Stu! See, I'm not. I'm not all I'm trying good. to get a collection. I have a dark side. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, he's he's Cersei. Then rejects him. She's like, oh, he's come here for a queen, but then she rejects him. Absolutely. So. But I thought it was really interesting, like that the show kind of showed him. He very astutely understands that Cersei's quite vain, and he was playing to that. But she's kind of too smart for that. For a second, I was like, oh, is she going to, is he going to win her over by like flattering her and playing to her vanity? But she kind of saw through that a little, which I thought was really interesting. Like, because I don't think Cersei of a couple of seasons ago would have. I think she maybe has come to the point now where she is confident enough in herself and her own abilities. See, I don't really see Cersei as being vain though. Because she only ever really loved Jamie. I don't think she went out of her way to like impress or attract. Hmm. Because she was never very interested in the whole Loras Terrell marriage proposal that Tywin. Remember, she was really anti that. No, sure, but I think I think being I think part of and maybe maybe I'm projecting with some sexist stuff, but I I always (laughs) thought that I always thought that part of the reason that she detested um, Marjorie was because. Oh, she was younger and prettier. She was younger and prettier. I'm sure that plays into it. I mean, I hate so many women. I, I, I paint Cersei as a very vain character and very, very self-assured in her own greatness, but also putting a lot of stock in the fact that she's she's the most beautiful. Because this is the thing, like she Cersei had always been yeah. acclaimed as the most beautiful person yeah. in, the, in the realm. Um yeah, I guess that feeds into it. Yeah, definitely. You know, I always pegged her as a very vain character, but I think she's, <laughs> maybe, she's perhaps maybe I, past that maybe, now. Maybe I just don't see that because it's just too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I just block that out. <laughs> I've, definitely, I've definitely seen it as a big part of her character. I thought it was interesting that Euron kind of tries that, but she doesn't fall for yeah, it. Yeah, because just at the end of last season, he was like, I'm going to go marry Daenerys. Woo! And now he's like, hey, I'm going to marry you. You're the hottest. But he's sort of he's sort of putting his cards on the table. He's like, look, I know that I'm, you know, a silly ra- ra- raiding Viking. Like, it's fine. I get that. But, yeah. And I love that I love that they did the, I'm just a boy standing in front of a girl. <laughs> with two yeah, working with hands. With two working hands. And Jamie, and Jamie like, like, just instantly bristles. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was so good. It was a good scene. Such a good scene. And then he, he leaves... And promises to bring her a gift that will prove that he's the man for her. Yeah, so what are we laying on? I wonder what that will be. So far I've heard from some of the beloved throners, sand snakes, dead sand snakes. Yeah. I've heard um, like Yara, dead Yara or imprisoned Yara Theon. surely Tyrion. Oh, Tyrion, yes, of course. He's the other one, yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. Apparently there's a thing in the books that he could be maybe going to get, but I don't think at this late stage the show's going to delve into lore oh is that so some much. mystical horn there's or some something? mystical horn of the ocean or something are you, are we sure that's not just a sex thing <laughs> i'm going maybe, to bring you back maybe that's my what horn. maybe that's what he calls little euron who knows <laughs> little euron. the horn of the ocean um uh, yes so i mean like i my my money is on maybe Tyrion. he's gonna go find Tyrion. oh and bring no him. who knows well speaking of Tyrion, let's go to dragonstone yes. um we are 
getting to the end of the podcast, so let's try and wrap this up. Um, oh, before we do Dragonstone, let's just have a quick look at Old Town. Oh, yes, we're... Old Town, Old Town. Um, where <laughs> Sam Tyler... I love that um, circular editing that they did with him cleaning, washing, yeah, spooning um, out food. Just the, the sound mix on that every, was, oh, oh, God. And the vision of... of and him just... Constantly on the verge of throwing up. Yeah, just just, just retching every second yeah. scene, just retching. <laughs> and it was like he's, you know, the, the 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 melding of what is going into bodies and coming out of bodies. Yes, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. starts to. Um, but he then meets Jim Broadbent. Yes, the the grand. Uh, Slughorn, as people keep... <laughs> Slughorn. <laughs> and I didn't look... I like Harry Potter as much as... Ne- well, I don't like it as much as the next person, clearly. But I, I know Harry Potter. I'm, I'm, I'd am I'm, i be half decent at a Harry Potter trivia night. Yep. But uh, people are obsessed with Harry Potter. And so a lot of the Harry Potter obsessors immediately went, Oh my God, Sam's looking up Horcruxes and, you know... In the, <laughs> That's in true. I hadn't thought about that. The library. And, uh, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, okay, I missed that one. Oops. Um, but yeah, so it was like Slughorn and the library and... It, it had a very Harry Potter. It is a very Hogwarts sort of vibe to the whole place. Well, yeah, the Citadel is like it's a hospital, it's a it's a religious center, it's a medical training center. Yeah. It's a, and it's the memory of Westeros as the that was person. so nice, and I didn't mention that in my re- but he but, said we are the, the memory. And this is the thing because I'm conflicted over this because yes, they are the memory of Westeros, but he's wrong this time. <laughs> like surely, yeah, yeah, true. You know, like it's kind of it's kind of weird where he's like, no, no, it's fine. The, I, the realm continues, or you so know. I. I took that in one way, which was I took that as Sam going, "Well, I've got to help make this war end, so I've got to steal some keys and get these books." Yeah, but it could also be read as, "Well, this guy clearly has no idea, so I'm going to, you know." Um, yes. Uh, maybe a bit of both, but then he finds, and now I didn't. I did see this, and I think I even was trying to film myself at the time with Sam, and I think I might have caught this. So if I if I go back and find it, I'll post it, but when he's going through the books and he opens a page to Cat's Paw, which is the dagger. Do you remember the dagger? Yes, that yes I heard about it. I read about this. The assassin. The yeah. So the assassin who tries to kill Bran back yes. in series one, after Bran's <laughs> fallen out the window or been pushed out the window in a coma, yeah, assassin turns here. out. Yeah. No one's supposed to be, be here. here. And, yeah. and he's saved by Summer yeah. and Catelyn. Um, so that's the dagger that she says is proof that Tyrion Lannister ordered it. Cause that was his, he'd won that's, it off Baelish. Yes. And, this is the dagger that's on Arya in all these publicity photos for the yeah. season. She's wearing this dagger, so she gets it at some point. Sure. There's a picture of this dagger in the book that Sam is looking at. It's very distinct. It's yeah. got this sort of sweeping curve to it. And he, he's on this page, and then he flips it over, and it's got a map of Dragonstone. Yeah. So... Um, that's, it's, that's a thing? That, that, that's a thing. It that's was a thing there. It was an Easter egg... And then the other Easter egg that somebody highlighted today, which I clicked on and saw, was if you freeze next to the map of Dragonstone, if you freeze the text and zoom in, you can read half of the text. Enhance. Enhance. Which talks about how dragon glass can be useful for diseased people. And the thing is, uh, I have been saying for years yep. that, well, for a while, that Jorah will go to Old Town and he'll get cured because Shireen Baratheon was cured by, you know, maesters. And there's a way of curing um, grayscale and it makes perfect sense that you would use it to 
cure in whatever I think I think they say in this text that you ingest it or something and it cures it stops right. the the grayscale and all they were hailing this as like oh my god it's a great big thing and I was like but is it though like surely surely I mean did I miss something I don't know I just normally I do miss all these things but I, <laughs> I felt like that one to me wasn't a surprise it was just the confirmation I guess in written text form that yes they, exactly and the fact that it's there and it wasn't just lorem ipsum <laughs> nil desperandum nil yes. carborandum whatever it is um, oh god okay Sam Gilly anything else uh, Jorah's there yeah Jorah and yeah that was freaking has she come yet yeah. the dragon queen come? the dragon queen why hasn't he told people why hasn't he said look I really need you need to heal me because I've got shit to do but for surely, the impending takeover of Westeros surely he has it seems like it seems like the maesters of old town are a little bit inefficient and a bit sort of stayed and set in their ways and I think that's what we're sort of getting oh, okay. the impression of. Sam's going to be the one to change things up. Change things up. The fresh breath of fresh air. The wind of winter will pass through Old Town. It's like a, it becomes a, one of those um, old Jim, Jim Belushi like sex comedies, like college comedies. Oh, like Animal House. Yeah, Animal it? House and meatballs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or in Sam's case, Porky's. That's unfair. That's unfair, <laughs> Natalie. That's not... See, I wasn't going to go there. That's not I kind. I wasn't going to go there. That's not kind. There. That's not kind, and I. That's very rude, and yeah, I apologize. So um, good joke though, but I apologize. Super good joke, kind of me. <laughs> All jokes are cruel in some way. No, he's they fine. don't have to. He's, be. He'd be very rich now. It's he's fine. he's really rich. He's, he's he's got that Game of Thrones money. He's yeah. all good. He's he is all good. Make as many fat yeah. jokes as you want. I think they bulk him out though. Like they do. They, they, they definitely bulk do. Him out. He's not as big as, no, as the show makes him. He's seem. not. Um, Neither am I. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I am. <laughs> that thing. Uh, Danny, coming home. Danny, coming Danny home. Danny, coming home. So good. Such I, a great look, scene. Look, for me, it didn't quite hit the highs of the start. That's her ancestral home. That's where she was born. Yeah, I know. I she still... was born during a storm on Dragonstone. Yeah, I She's know, Daenerys Stormborn. It was a lot of like... I'm going to look over here and then I'm going to look and then I'm going to touch some sand like it has meaning and it's not just like every other sand in any universe ever. That's, she's back on Westeros. Like, no, I know, not properly, like, but I, I get that, it. that is so huge. Yeah, We've been waiting is. six seasons I know, for this. I know, but Arya killed all the French. <laughs> she, she certainly did. In an she incredibly dramatic and cool moment. And I just, it, it was great. Like, it, the shall we begin yeah. on the map? Shall we begin? Was, and she has yeah. her own supervillain map. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting. Which, um, of course, we've seen before, but it's just interesting to see Stannison, her take ownership of Stannison Dragonstone. Stannis and Kate Bush have defiled it. That's it, exactly. She... Legitimately defiled it. <laughs> and I hope someone has some Domestos, is yes. all I'm saying. <laughs> um, Domestos sounds like a character or a country what in, do in Westeros. Because I clicked off before they had, because Foxtel had this whole next week. Yes, and you're like, with the no, trailer, no, 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 and I was no, no, like, no, no, stop! I can't. I'm not supposed to. Yeah. Um, I think that. Um, I don't even know what I think. What do I think? Well, it was it was really interesting. The Tell reaction. Me what I think. Steve. The reaction to this episode was everyone was like, "Yes, this is going to be awesome! So good! So big and and crazy!" And then everyone's like, "Oh, they just sort of like talked and stuff." And I'm like, "Do you remember what this show is? Like, yeah. <laughs> this, like I know I know they promised like all seven episodes were going to be huge, but they've got to have at least one episode where they get everyone into place. Exactly. You can't just launch into That's a battle. It. There is going to be a lot of movement over the next couple of episodes. Oh well, hopefully. Yes, because we, we sort of skipped over John and Sansa talking yeah. about Cersei and yes. stuff. But Cersei, Sansa was like, Sansa, Cersei, Cersei, Sansa. 
Sansa was like, you you have to be aware of your enemy to the south. And yeah. John's like, bitch, don't matter. <laughs> Night's King matters. This is the thing. And that, that's what, that informs everything that John does. John's like, we have to put aside this petty shit. Yeah. Because it's not going to matter in a month or so. And Sansa's an like, army of the dead arrives. Sure. Great, John. Great broad vision. Yeah. Great future planning. Yeah. Unfortunately, person going stabby stabby at your side, like stabby stab. <laughs> they're, they're not going to go away. You need to deal with the stabby stabby. Yeah. So Cersei is the st- Cersei stabby stabby. Um, I'm hoping that we get John over to Dragonstone because they can traverse great distances in like <laughs> in a very 10 minutes. short so, amount of time, apparently. And and they have all these. There's been all these scenes. But then I was watching Kit Harrington on some US late night talk show host where he was talking about like it was the most awkward interview because he just couldn't say anything. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel or someone kept trying to say, like, so when on. do you start filming next year's season? He's like, well, that's really subtle, clever as well, because I can't tell you that. I because can't I tell can't, you. I can't confirm I can't whether confirm I live through this season. Yeah, yeah, I can't. You know, but he was saying that they filmed some fake scenes. So they filmed, oh, because they had a lot of paparazzi okay. following them, they filmed yeah. fake scenes to put everyone off the scent. So It feels like so much work. Well, it does, but at the same time, <laughs> maybe just have a few people turn up. Like, you don't even need to roll the cameras. You can just... yeah. You know, or just have some fake, have them having a chat going, oh, what do you think of life in Malta? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. What about you? Oh, yeah, good. And then, you know, but at the same time, is the story that they filmed a fake a fake? Is it a double bluff? Oh. Or am I really overthinking this? I think we're... But we did see in the trailer a picture of John, like, without his big cat. Because I mean, Stu, can we just take a moment to really appreciate how sexy John looks in that... <laughs> in that biff? Oh, my God! Stu! Oh, I, I know exactly what you're about to say. Okay, on the count of three, yeah. we're going to say it together. Liana Mullins! <laughs> totally we're forgot same, about the little bear. We're on the same wavelength. Let's close out with Liana. Let's then, close out. Yeah, I, may as well. Like, because she is the best. Um, yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. More upward inflections. Yeah, I know, like just the best, the best person, the best character. But and they, just, like, on the same day as they announce a female Doctor Who, yeah. the internet loses its mind. Yes. Like, we have this little 10-year-old girl stand up and go, I'm not going to sit back and, and do knitting while men fight for me. Yeah, and and the thing is, is that not even the most rabid MRA no. could disagree with that. No, 100%. Their whole existence is being threatened. Everyone needs to play a part. Yeah. World War II, the women went into the factories. It was a thing. Yes. Like, you can't argue against that, that that is a necessary thing. That's right. And, and and then Lord Glover is like, well, do you mean to say I'll put a spear in my granddaughter's hand? <laughs> and she's like, sit down, shut up, and we're getting on with this. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love that there's just this back and forth of these grizzled old northern yeah. lords saying stuff and this little girl telling him, just, just shut up. Yeah. Sit down and shut up and let the let the mature people and do this. how good this. was the look on Brienne's face? Yeah. And she's <laughs> like having like, a rep hmm, and Brienne's hmm, like, hmm. Yes. I'm so proud right now. <laughs> I've just met this girl, but I, oh God. She's like, oh, can I take back my vow to Sansa and re-pledge to Bear <laughs> Island? Like, <can> this? <laughs> just get, get, get Brienne, you know, Arya, uh, Liana Mormont. Mm-hmm. You just, oh um, man, we need to have this separate girls own adventure squad. That's it. Just murder squad. <laughs> girl, like Liana lures them in by being cute. And, and then, you know, Arya, like, stabs him in the side and Brienne just finishes them off. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. I'm just having so many teenage girl fantasies right now. 
That sounded wrong. That came wrong. out real wrong. That really sounded... Yeah. I meant as in mm. me as a teenage girl. Yes, I know. That was kind of yes. my fantasy to murder people. That's good. And then the fact that, you know... just <laughs> <laughs> realised what I said. Oh, yeah. Um, school was not easy for me. No. Um, it was fine. I was just very dramatic. Um, as you can tell by the Macbeth earlier. Sorry about that. That took up valuable recap time. But we're, we're at the end now. Look... I don't think there's going to be trouble with John and Sansa, and I don't want to hear anything about it. Um, <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about it. I think there will be. Like but Cleopatra, I am in denial. So quite, quite literally, she has a devil on her shoulder. Uh, oh, Littlefinger, what a freaking PUA yeah. that guy is. He was so negging her. <laughs> oh, you're not happy. Oh, you should smile more. But oh. then, but then the most brilliant line oh, ever, yeah. where she's like. You can claim the final word, Baelish. Yeah. I'm sure it was something clever. <laughs> yeah. So good. She's great. Oh, that was really great. It was all great. It was it was great. It's but, back but that was great. but that was a very Cersei thing to say. Like like that was she was really channeling Cersei. Uh, and John did say to her, it's like it sounds like you it sounds like you admire her. Admire her. She's like, Oh, well, oh, she I learned did a lot great, from her. Learned a lot from her. Yeah. Learned Doesn't a lot mean how she the world admires works. her, just Yeah. Yeah. Like, and there's a fundamental Cersei conflict was, there. Cersei was in this weird way like Sansa's mother figure for a couple That's of right. seasons. That's right, yeah, absolutely. And and you now have this conflict between someone who grew up in King's Landing and someone who's seen the White Walkers. Yeah. And the different worldviews that brings. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they work together. <laughs> in a positive way. I'm sure way. they will. I'm sure they'll put aside their differences. Yeah. Uh, and everyone will be happy and fine and they'll survive the coming battles. It's all going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine, Stu. Yep. Uh, Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Um, We have hit our, well, I mean, what the hell, the last podcast was... (laughs) Nearly two hours. Nearly two hours. So as far as this is concerned, it's a short one. We have blown through it. Yeah, but um, we did want to obviously catch up and check in and see how everyone's doing and Guys, it's the first episode back Game of Thrones is back it's back it's back I'm so happy <laughs> um, but yes hopefully we'll get John and Danny to meet next yes. week hopefully next week that'll be awesome because um, that's that's two characters I really want to meet yeah I really want to meet yes because yeah, you also want to meet I, them I, I want to meet them I but also, you know I also want to meet them I also very want to meet them and you know, oh, tell how awesome they are but Jon Snow you know uh Two characters who potentially related and potentially have a lot to do with each other outside of that as well. Yeah. So, very interesting. Oh, Bran came back. Oh, yeah, Bran's back. <laughs> talk, to, talk to Dolores Ed. It's and there fine. were giant whites. And giant, giant, giant zombies. Giant zombies. That's um, what I love. Game of Thrones is like Walking Dead. We got giant zombies. <laughs> Come on. And we, we, were doing, we were doing it before you were anyway. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I guess... Thank you for listening. I kind of don't want the podcast to end because that means episode one is kind of at an end for me and I have to <laughs> look forward. And There's still the editing process. You've uh, still got that. that no, I, I need to get this up and out. I don't have time. And so I, it's going to be a very quick edit and it's going to be up and out there. So hopefully people have enjoyed this. Please give us feedback. Let us know. You can find us on the SoundCloud page where this is. You can find us on Facebook, of course, facebook.com slash Natalie's Throne. My Patreon, of course, is going super strong, which is amazing. Thank mm-hmm. you, everyone, for your support. It's been absolutely, like, like legitimately humbling. Yes. Like, legitimate. Like, I've had to invent new emotions for how, <laughs> like, honestly humbling it is that so many people have gone, Natalie's I will been pay try- you a dollar. Yeah, you Nat- know? Natalie's been trying to deal with all the affirmation that she's been receiving <laughs> over the last couple of days. 
It, I'm just. I'm, and you're doing a good job. I'm. I'm so glad to be back, and I'm just. Yeah, people are so kind to me. So thank you, and um, stick with us. We've got six more. Eps we got to go. six more, which sounds like not a lot, but it's going to be so much stuff in the it's, six it's episodes. It's going to be a rich tapestry. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of which, I posted today on my Facebook page. Tourism Northern Ireland has actually made a 77 meter long tapestry of that major is. events in Game of Thrones. It is it, it sort of blows the Bayeux tapestry out of the water. <laughs> like screw those invading Normans. What the hell? Like got nothing. But it's longer than the Bayeux tapestry. It's on display now in uh, Belfast, and it, it, it the, the full thing is online. You can go scroll through it. The detail is insane. Mm. And they're going to be adding every week with this series. They're oh, going really? To be adding oh, to fantastic. it. I don't know how they do that in a week, but That's they're amazing. going to be doing it. So, um, yes, check that out on my page. Uh, Stu is at Disco Stu on Twitter. I'm at Girl Clumsy. Talk to us. Tell us that we're too loud or stupid or whatever. Um, and yeah, we will see you next week. I'm so excited. I know it's going to be amazing. Oh, so excited. Okay, so until then, I guess, as we always say, Vala Mugulas. Winter is here. Ha <laughs> ha